1: Sorry to waste your time. No problem at all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. (laughs) Oh, the weather outside is frightful.
2: Dum, dun delightful. Hey, Lincoln, 30 to dispatch.
1: 80-30, go ahead.
2: Yeah, that's a wild goose chase over here at Nakatomi Plaza. Everything here is okay. Over. But nobody
1: has no place to know. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow.
0: time when a man lived by his word And the simple truth was not so hard to take When his enemies were thousands of miles away And he stood
2: by the promises he'd made everybody, this is Ed Hoffman and welcome to the main event. Yes, uh, that's all I asked for. All I need is someone that I can believe. You know, we should all be asking that. Hey, I opened up with the scene from uh, Die Hard, and just in case uh, you guys wonder if I actually read the emails that you guys send to edhoffman.net ed um, in response to my show. Um, ask Steve Snipes uh, So that was his suggestion And you know what, Steve didn't say Hey, this would be a great opening for a Christmas show He didn't say uh, exactly what he thought But you know, I watched He uh, suggested this Hey, welcome to the party, pal And uh, and uh, and I suspect Being a listener of the main event That he thought the same thing I did Hey, you know what, we're looking over here at America And uh, everything seems fine It's a false alarm at Nakatomi Plaza Nothing happened here until all of a sudden a uh, body comes from the top of a, of a high-rise and lands on the windshield of your car. Whoa! Welcome to the party, pal. That's kind of what we are here. Hey, all the Democrats out there going, oh, Biden's doing a fine job. And Pelosi's saying he's just perfect for America. Him and Vice President Harris are just perfect. And all of a sudden, whoa, we're in wars. Whoa, we got people from Afghanistan committing uh, uh, heinous crimes. We got We got people from down at the border. We got everybody in our neighborhood. Whoa. Welcome to the party, pals. Hey, thanks for that suggestion, Steve. And uh, that song was Someone to Believe from Damn Yankees. Um, You know what? Uh, There was a time when a man uh, stood by his promises. There was a time when uh, the president said something, you could believe it. Um, That time is not now. So anyway, I'm going to talk about all kinds of stuff going on this week and my opinion of it. And before I do, in case you don't know me, let me introduce myself. My name's Ed Hoffman, branch manager, Planet Home Lending. Uh, if you're interested in involved, if you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate, and it's getting trickier now that the rates are going up and the prices prices seem to be uh, slowing down on their upward cr- uh, climb. Um, there's a there. It's a little trickier, but there are fantastic opportunities if you know how to find them. If you want, if you need financing, call me toll free at 855 640 2020. That's 855 640 2020. One last time, dear night, toll free, area code 855 640 2020. Um, If you're, if you want to talk to me about real estate and financing, uh, whether that's uh, to refinance a property, a piece of property that you already own, or whether it's to uh, purchase a property you'd like to own, and whether that property is in California, or one of these states, and listen to the list, it just got longer. Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida, Georgia, Virginia, West Virginia, Indiana, Illinois, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Montana. I think that's uh, nineteen states now. If you want to, if you want to say, "Hey, I'm trying to get out of California," you know, I don't understand loan officers that that are only licensed in California. Well, I only do business in California. Yeah. Well, a few years ago, I said, "Hey, I see people. Uh, I see. I see the writing on the wall. People are are uh, you know are tired of Gavin Newsom and his BS, and uh, they're they're thinking about retirement. And what's the biggest group of?" of clients out there now, baby boomers and being a baby boomer myself. I'm kind of on the, on the tail end of it. Um, I just turned 60. Um, we're at retirement age and you know what, with the prices of, of real estate, the way they are in California, um, it's an opportune time. If you're, if you're thinking about enjoying one of those other States, it's an opportune time to, uh, to take advantage of those high prices. Um, but you know, it's not always, it's not always as, as, uh, as, as plain, as plain black and white as you think, because, you know, a lot of you guys have rental properties. You say, Hey, I don't want to sell them. I don't want to sell them because look at the capital gains I'll pay. Yeah. But look, if you wait, look, if you wait, so you say, I'm going to, I'm going to have $200,000 in capital gains. So you're going to pay about. I don't know, um, 60 grand of capital gains on that. I'm using round numbers and I, my numbers could be off. Um, so you got 60,000 or you could wait and then find out the price of your house went down 60,000 and then still have to pay 40,000 in capital gains. So it's an opportune time for you guys to start looking, paying attention to what's going on. But, uh, again, if you want some advice, 855-640-2020. 855-640-2020. But if you want to talk on the phone or if you don't want to talk on the phone, go to edhoffman.net, click on the Planet Home Lending logo, and uh, that'll take you to my lending page. Put in put in as much information as you want me to have. Tell me how much information you want back, and I will uh, I will get back to you or one of my talented team members will get back to you and we'll uh, help you find the missing piece to your real estate financing puzzle. Uh, also, reverse mortgages. If you guys are over 62 or one of one of the two spouses is over 62, that is a freaking unbelievable, unbelievable financing program. Um, and you say, well, you know, I don't really want to sign my house over to the bank. You're not signing your house over to the bank. Anyway, if you want more information, if you want to fully understand it, 855-640-2020 or uh, edhoffman.net. Click on the Planet Home Landing logo. If you want to hear any part of the show repeated, stay on edhoffman.net. Click on the podcast page. You can hear this show as well as well, several past shows. And you could uh, listen to it on demand. You can also get the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes where you can uh, subscribe for free and have it download once a week. We uh, record on Friday mornings. It'll upload on Friday afternoons. And it'll download to your, uh, to your device somewhere a few seconds or a few minutes after that. And uh, so you can listen to it on demand anytime you want. So uh, can make it, as, make it as convenient as possible. All right. Uh, if there's any part of the show you uh, want to make comments on, um, email me to ed at edhoffman dot net. And uh, I think that's I think that's uh, all I need to say before we uh, go on to uh, what's happening in America. So uh, let's talk about let's talk about what we've learned in the last week. So we already know that the Biden administration was quietly flying migrants around the country last year in the dead of the night, uh, thanks to reports from the New York Post and Fox News interestingly, the flights reportedly stopped in October after the word got out. Oh, we got caught. Sorry. We better say we weren't really going to continue them anyway. We just we just we were done. That was the tail end of it. Yeah, right. We got caught. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got caught. All right. And, you know, uh, we learned uh, I told the story last week about uh, that. We learned that uh, they had a whole whole uh, bunch of of refugees at the Pomona Fairgrounds, and that we're paying a a gazillion medical professionals to sit on their butt um, just in case and chefs to make sure that they've got gourmet food around the clock. And uh, you know who pays for that? Us taxpayers. Um, So now we're we're knowing, knowing more about this. All of this stuff happened a few months ago, but it's just coming out and we're seeing the truth. You know what? All I ask for is someone that I can believe. Um, we haven't found that person yet, except for maybe uh, the guys that are that are, uh, that are uh, getting these this information from the Freedom of Information Act. So now there's new fo- footage showing how haphazardly the administration carried out their mission. A 51-minute video obtained via the Freedom of Information Act request by Rob Astorino, a Republican official in Westchester County, New York, showed body cam footage from Westchester Police Sergeant. Michael Hamborski, uh, who was called to provide security on the tarmac at Westchester County Airport last year on August 13th. Hamborski's um, Hamborski's footage includes conversations with the government contractors on the tarmac who were hired to assist the supposedly underage migrants moving from charter buses to Boeing 737 planes in the dark of night, or vice versa. Um, from the planes to the buses. So the question, the question is, is, or one of the things that we're talking about is these underage kids. But if you saw the video, because I'm going to play the audio of it, but the, the body cam collects uh video. And if you saw the videos on TV, these kids don't look like underage, underage, uh, migrants. They look like, uh, adults, single male, um, up to no good, uh, people That came over illegally. So, in Hamborsky's conversation with the contractors, he expresses frustration that the local police were given no information about the flights arriving after curfew at the airport, which is a breach of security protocols. And it sounds like the contractors were just as frustrated.
0: Hold on, my friend, how are you? Good, how are you? Not too shabby. Where's where this going tonight? Uh, no, no, actually, no. it's up to them. I don't know.
3: Going to first stop Delaware and then uh, to Virginia.
0: Delaware and Virginia, with this set, how many on this? 30. 30 total? 30. You're on a, a secure facility here, and, and we don't really know anything, and we're in charge of security. So. Yeah, we're hanging out here on the tarmac, yeah. just like that. Yeah. I used to pick up basketball teams that had more security.
2: 100%. Only some of the contractors appear to know where the planes are going. Uh, the police hired to do this, the security, uh, don't know where the planes were going contractors last line they said i used to pick up basketball time basketball teams that had more security than this um you know these are just illegal immigrants coming into our country and secretly being spread around our neighborhoods you know some of them go to westchester county new york some of them probably went to ontario california and some of them probably went to lax and maybe just to go into smaller area airports maybe into palm springs Airport, maybe flying into uh San Bernardino uh, airport, formerly Norton Air Force Base, and maybe dropping into March Air Force Base, so we only know where the body cam footage came from but but uh don't be uh, don't be uh fooled that Nakatomi Plaza is nothing going on here. it's a false alarm. This is not a false alarm. this is happening all over the country because how many how many people did they bring in how many people have gotten past uh the, the uh the southern border? Um, we don't know how many people have gotten past, but we know how many people went through uh, uh, went, went through the border patrol and just got let in, and that was probably uh, over two million. So, I don't have the numbers right, we know, but I just don't have it right in front of me. So, uh, next, another government contractor speaks to Sergeant Hamborski about the secrecy of the mission. We're
1: not allowed to have the picture we on base, yeah, look.
0: Yeah. And who's that by, DHS? Yes.
1: Yeah. Technically, we're not supposed to show IDs or anything like that. Like I said, everything's supposed to be hush-hush.
0: No, I got to take my shoes off when I go on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> these, guys are, these guys are grabbing bags and going on you got kids. Yeah. You don't tell them going. Like I said, a lot of this is just... No, I, I get kind of it. I just like to stuff I said. that we don't tell people. Because what we don't... We want to do to attract
1: attention we don't want the media yeah. like we don't even know where we're going when they tell us.
0: Yeah. obviously i mean yeah. this guy this guy's driving a bus to, to virginia or delaware he didn't even know yeah
2: yeah so uh so i realized that you know the 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 tape the video the the sound is not super clear for the radio but um but it does give some more reality to it but i'll i'll point out a couple of things that this contractor said we're not allowed to have our picture taken when we get on the base by order of DHS we've got 150 kids we don't we don't tell them where they're going we don't tell them where they're going like I said a lot of this is down low stuff we don't tell people because what we don't want to do is attract attention we don't want the media like we don't even know where they're going when they tell us so they got they got uh people got getting onto planes. They land somewhere. There's bus drivers on the other end, and we don't know where we're picking them up to take them until they until they tell us right before we take off. We're going to Virginia and and Delaware. Ew, I wonder if they're parking them in uh, in Joe Biden's basement. That would be a good place. So uh, and finally, Hamborsky uh, gets some female employees standing nearby to say uh, to say what happens to the supposed kids that don't look like kids once they get off the plane but one of the contractors isn't done speaking his mind about what's going on
0: and, w- and what happens when they when they go on the bus they're meeting with specific people it's their parents. okay it's, it's either a
3: family member or a friend of a friend get the
0: whole secrecy and all this shit, but this is even about my thing right? yeah you know what i mean and why you know, why. you know
3: why? Yeah, I know, but why? Why? We'll it yeah. That's why. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, what's what's the big secret? Everybody knows it's happening. You know
0: why? Because so, get
2: out. The government's betraying Okay, so I'll uh, give you some highlights of that one, just in case you couldn't understand it or you haven't seen it on TV. Hamborsky says, and what happens when they go on the bus? They're meeting with specific people, and then the female employee says. Parents, sponsors—it's either a family member or a friend or a fam or a friend of a family member, and then the uh, the male contractor says, "I get the whole secrecy and all that excrement, but this is above my effing pay grade, you know." And what the f, you know what I mean? Hamborsky says, "And why? Uh, you know why?" And the co- you know it's almost like Hamborsky wanted to knew he was getting this on uh, on body cam. Then the contractor says, "You know why? Look who's in office. That's why." Come on. Come on, man," Hamborsky said. Well, "What's the big secret?" And the contractor says, "You know why? Because if it gets out, the government is betraying the American people." Hey, you know what? People are getting are starting to get this. I don't know what took them so long. Why didn't they get it before November eighth last year? Might have been, uh, might have been. Of course, we know, we know it didn't happen on November eighth. It happened on November ninth, uh, or no? Yeah, November ninth at the early wee hours of the morning when they uh, altered all the votes um didn't really the i don't believe that the majority of people even voted for biden uh oh i know is am i supporting that big lie thing yes cuz it was a big lie the whole election was a big lie you guys all know it every every conscious person in this country knows it so uh the next side the next side of uh next new thing we got to see in biden this this mu- this uh week on top of uh, that, uh, he tells us one thing; it's what well, something else is, but there's something so much different going on. Uh, we have no more president, Mr. Nice Guy. So much for the return of civility, as Joe Biden continues to show his campaign pledge to unite all Americans was an empty promise. This week, President Nice Guy barked at Fox News. Fox News's Peter Ducey again. It happened as reporters were being ushered out of Biden's press conference Monday. Uh, which he ended by saying that they should stop asking questions about Ukraine and stick to the economy, because you know it, they didn't tell me what to say on the on the Russia thing, so I only have answers for the economy. So Ducey shouted this question about inflation as they're walking out the door. That's a great asset. More inflation. What a
1: stupid son of a.
2: Yeah. So he said, "Oh, uh, uh, so, so." Ducey said do you think do you think inflation is a political liability is a political liability and and uh and uh Biden says yeah and in, uh, inflation is an asset you stupid little son of a b-. and uh and you know it, it you know you can you can find this experience in the movies. You know, as as I say in my book, you know you get to learn by other people's experience by watching the movies. This is a perfect perfect little uh, perfect little scene from *A Few Good Men* as as uh, Lieutenant Caffey is 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 uh, throwing throwing uh, Jack Nicholson's words right back into him and, and and painting him into a corner.
0: You snotty little.
2: So kind of the same thing that uh, that. Uh, Colonel Jessup said, you know, you snotty little b-, as he's uh, being painted into the corner. So within a few hours of the story spreading like wildfire and Peter Ducey apparently was out of the room when he said it, didn't even know it till he till some of the other people said, did you hear the president called you a a stupid little stupid little son of a b-? and uh, and he had to go on. Uh, he had to Google it to see it to see what he really said. Within a few hours of the story spreading like wildfire, Peter Ducey gave an update on Hannity.
3: Uh, Within about an hour of that exchange, he called my cell phone and uh, he said, it's nothing personal, pal. And we went back and forth and we were talking about uh, just kind of moving, moving forward. And I made sure to tell him that I'm always going to try to ask something different than what everybody else is asking. And uh, he said, you've got to. And that 's a quote from the president, so
2: i 'll keep doing it so again do you you know he's uh he's he's saying hey you 've got to i think I think that Biden doesn 't like being confronted he doesn 't like being confronted because he 's not prepared and it makes him look stupid but I think uh, even in his uh his eighty year old brain um I still think there's some working cells in there and uh, and i think he 's he's actually shown some respect when I think he's gaining respect for Peter Ducey reminds me of a scene from uh, Iron Man. Is it better to be
1: feared or respected? And I say, is it too much to ask for both? They say the best weapon is one you never have to fire. I respectfully disagree. I prefer the weapon. You only have to fire once. That's how dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far.
2: Yeah, so I think uh, is it better to be feared than respected. Um, I don't think the president fears fears Peter Ducey, but I think he he is getting gaining some respect as as I would say Peter Ducey is gaining some respect from uh, the rest of conservative America when they see him uh, actually stay on on Biden's case and uh, ask the ask the questions that we're all all hoping. I saw an interview with uh, some some lady um named Doreen on uh on um Jesse Water's show and I'm and I'm saying he's talking to him and this this lady Doreen who speaks with a, a voice about as low as mine and uh has an adam's apple um but her name is Doreen and uh and she, so you know figure out figure out uh, she, apparently she's a tranny and that's not something that helps you shift your car so uh so uh, they're talking about how she's her organization is uh, is pushing for people not to go to work, and she goes, "Well, I still work. I work about twenty five twenty five hours a week. I think that's a good work week." And uh, and what I wanted Jesse Waters to ask is, "Hey, let me ask you, Doreen, where do you live?" So she could say, "Well, I live with my parents." Well, how that's gonna how's that gonna work out? Thirty year olds living with their parents. Um, working twenty five hours a week just going online on your computer, I think uh, I think our uh, our uh, our country is destined for not greatness if we don 't turn this around so uh, how much proof does America need to accept that there we uh, were sold an image of a sweet ice cream eating gentleman, and what we got was a nasty old man uh, let 's look a, look back at some of joe biden 's most unkind comments to reporters all in the first year of his presidency.
1: No, I didn't say that. Look what I said. Go back and read what I said.
3: Do you think that that might incentivize more people to come over illegally?
1: If you guys keep sending that garbage out, yeah.
3: President, can I ask
1: you a quick question on Israel before you drive the No, you can't. I'm not unless you get in front of
3: the car if I step on it. I not Why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? Yeah, I'm
1: not
2: Yeah, you know what? It, uh, it's real presidential, and president says uh, you can't ask about that unless you stand in front of the car while I step on it. Um, just doesn't seem very presidential. And you know what? Uh, we can we could play back lots of nasty grams to the uh, to the reporters from Trump. But you know, Trump was was fully engaged in what they were talking about. No matter what they asked, he had an answer for it, and when when he snapped back at the uh at the the press was hey you guys are are creating this this is what's going on and and you guys are creating this false narrative you know hey you guys are fake news you don't get to do that hey you guys are being disrespectful you don't get to do that um and you know when Trump was doing it it was after being attacked by the press not just ask questions that the american people want to know and i'm also an advocate of the american people don't need to know everything no, I don't need to know. I don't need to know what the military is planning to do uh, specifically in response to attacking uh, some killer or one of our enemies, because if I'm hearing it, so is our enemy. But there are certain things that America wants to know, and it deserves to know. Like, uh, are you competent? Are you getting us into war? Hey, anyway, I'm all out of time for this episode, for the first half of the, of the main event. Stay tuned for five minutes of traffic, weather, commercials, and sports and I'll be back with part two. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event. Heard weekends right here on AM590 the answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states. Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the, one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll free at 855 640 2020, that's 855 640 2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo.
0: AM 590, the answer.
2: Welcome back to part two of the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman with Planet Home Landing. I don't talk a lot about uh, real estate and financing on the radio because if you're not in the market, might be boring. But a lot of you guys are in the market you don't even realize it. Um, so if you're if you think you might, maybe could be. Call me toll free at 855 640 2020 That's eight five five six four zero twenty twenty. 640 2020 One last time, day or night, toll free area code eight five five six four zero twenty twenty, 640 2020 Or go to edhoffman.net, click on the Planet Home Landing logo, and do the cyber thing. Put in as much information as you want. Tell me how much information you want back. Hey, uh, if you got comments on the on the show, email me to ed at edhoffman.net. Um and if and that and that's for comments on the show. If you have uh comments on the show, if you have something about the about my book, uh Experience Matters, here's mine. Um if you want to get in touch with me for uh for real estate and financing, call me at 855-640-2020 or use the contact page on uh net Planet Home Lending logo uh click on that. Um that way it gets to me faster cuz I've got My production assistant, Brooke, screening those uh, emails and forwarding them over to me. And sometimes I may not get them for a couple hours later. So anyway, um, before the break, we were talking about uh, everything that is Biden, everything that is lies. When do you know that Biden's lying? When his lips are moving. Um, Especially if he happens to be asleep and he's still talking. Um, You can basically uh, just assume that it's all BS. Um, just like the election was last year. So anyway, let's talk about the optics going on in this country uh, in regards to Ukraine. So speaking of ice cream, Biden returned to the tried and true practice of reminding us of how much he likes it, like every other American. So he's so unique, so unique. Hey, you know what? I like ice cream. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get some. And uh, somehow that's supposed to make us like him better makes me think of a uh a line from uh, no country for old men oh we sh- he's just here we should put out an a p b Uh yeah we should put out a p b uh looking for someone who has recently drunk milk, so maybe we should uh uh just like him because he's so unique he just ate ice cream mm and of course uh, another movie clip I could think of here is uh in the contender when the uh when uh president uh, jackson which is uh Jeff Bridges says, hey, you can get anything day or night, 24 hours a day. And he keeps calling the kitchen, hey, let me have some Kung Pao chicken, only uh, with walnuts instead of uh, peanuts. And he keeps, you know, almost every scene in that, movie, in that movie with Jeff Bridges, he's eating. So my assumption would be is that in the White House, there's 31 flavors available for him. Whatever whatever kind of ice cream Biden likes, they've got plenty of it. But, you know, uh, amid the escalating conflict between Russia and Ukraine— Biden uh, that Biden has essentially thrown America into, he paid a visit on Tuesday to Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams in D.C. And the White House Communications Office thought it would be a great idea to tweet a photo. After all, who cares about optics? So they tweeted out a photo of uh, Biden with his mask on in front of uh, uh, three employees with their masks on in front of the ice cream counter. If it's above freezing, then it's ice cream weather. That is so adorable. Just... Just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy to see our president doing that. You know, uh, if that reminds me of something we heard last week on the show, um, Biden uh, Biden saying this. Part of the
1: problem is, as well, I have not been out in the community nearly enough. I've been here an awful lot. I find myself in a situation where uh, um, I don't get a chance to look people in the eye because of both COVID and things that are happening in washington
2: well you know when i hear him say that he hasn't been out in the community well uh nearly nearly enough and that's why he didn't accomplish more when i hear that i think of uh trump flying to another state to announce that uh that all these people that were about to lose their job um with um the heating and air conditioning company um which was I don't remember the name of it. Um, that was about to close their close their factory and move to Mexico um, to announce, "Hey, we made a deal with these people, so they'll keep the jobs here in in the United States." And uh, you know, he gets a chance to talk to these people and and have them say, "Oh, Mister President, I so appreciate what you're doing for us because you know I've been here for 20 years and I didn't want to lose the uh, lose my job at Carrier." So, uh, so you know, you guys made a, made a deal with Carrier to cut some of their taxes and some of their regulations so there was no incentive for them to take it to Mexico. And, uh, you know, that's being out in the community or, uh, you know, going out and meeting people at rallies and talking to people and uh, actually telling people the truth about what's going on, what you're thinking. You know, one thing about Trump— doesn't matter if you liked what he said or how he said it or that he put out tweets all the time. Doesn't matter. You knew where Trump stood. You knew it you knew that he was for America first. He was he was listening when people talked to him. He knew he was listening to them, tell them their concerns and he took that into account. One more reason why uh, Biden is just so tone deaf. Just a few days before Biden made this questionable re- remark that sounded alarm bells around the globe. The term that caused the panic was Minor incursion was viewed by some as Biden giving Russia a green light to invade.
1: My guess is he will move in. He has to do something. And it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having to fight about what to do and not do, etc.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Biden was giving himself an out. You know, that's an insurance policy. You know, my, my, in uh, my sophomore year of high school, I played water polo. And my water polo coach used to say, hey, you know what? When you guys come in and say, oh, uh, coach, I didn't sleep very much last night because I had a th- stomachache. He goes, he goes, that's an insurance policy. He said, that means, that means hey, if I, if I miss a play and I don't do my job out in the pool uh, in the game today, you know, I have an insurance policy that, Oh well I had a stomachache and I didn't get very much sleep last night. Or hey, my, my leg my leg hurts. I sprained my ankle. Okay. Well that's an insurance policy. So he said, you know, if you got those insurance policies, just don't just don't play. Just don't come into the game. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear your insurance policies. So that's basically what, what Biden just did. Hey, this is an insurance policy. Well, if it's a minor incursion, we don't want to have to argue about what we should do and, you know, maybe wait a month and before we do anything. Hey, when the when the uh when the uh the consulate in libya at benghazi um, calls and says hey we need some security we don't want to have to argue about it for a couple of months while well, they keep asking for security and says we're in danger here because we don't have enough security we don't want to have to worry about it you know and when uh, the attack starts on on uh, on september 11th 2012 when the attack starts and the white house knows about it within 11 minutes we don't want to have to think about it for you know over thirteen hours while we're watching people die. We don't want to have to think about, well, you know, we have a plane that's uh, thirty minutes away we could we could send over there to scare the crap out of them, or we could send some people over there as reinforcements to to back off the terrorists that are attacking our consulate and our people. We don't want to have to worry think about all that stuff and argue over what should we do? There shouldn't be a question. When one of our people is in trouble, you send send uh, you send help. You send the military. When uh, when a when a guy breaks the law, you arrest him. When someone comes into your store and well, when you see some, if you're a security guard at a store in New York and someone comes in and just fills up their bags and walks out, you grab them. You know what would seem you know what would seem uh, like the smartest thing when I think about all these these people at stores? I'm getting off I'm getting off topic a little bit. Why don't they just do the Costco thing and the Sam's Club thing? Put a security guard at the end and make them check receipts before anybody leaves. That would be easy. Then you don't have to feel like you're attacking someone. Hey, before you walk out, let me see what you got. Let me see if you've got a receipt for it. That would seem easy. Oh, but I digress. You know, this is the issue with me. I got bullet points to talk about, and it makes me think. So uh, this uh, minor incursion comment, this prompted Ukrainian President Zelensky to send out this tweet. We want to remind the great powers that there are no minor incursions in small nations, just as there is no minor casualties and little grief from the loss of loved ones. I say this as the president of a great power. You know what? I'm going to go off topic a little bit again here. This, you know, when you, he says, "Hey, there's there's no little grief when people die." So, you know, hey, a minor incursion, if when you're when someone invades a small country, people are dying. And I think about the uh, the funeral that was we uh, were broadcast, we're recording on Friday, and this morning I was watching the funeral for for uh, Officer Jason Rivera and uh, his partner Wilbert, Well, for Jason Rivera, when him and his partner Wilbert Mora. Uh, got ambushed in uh in Harlem uh last week and uh and the uh and the pain, you know, listening to his brother talk and listening to his uh his newlywed wife talk who they've been they've been uh, uh they've known each other since elementary school so they're childhood sweethearts and uh and just lo- just lost her husband. You know what? When somebody dies, this is a big thing especially when it's a when it's you know and this is the other thing is there's a career criminal there that's has a rap sheet a long ways but we let him out because we're so concerned about victims or uh, criminals rights well you know he shouldn't lose his right to have a life yes he should if you break the law you should be in jail and if we have to if we're overcrowded the jails we should build more jails it's not about protecting the the uh, the rights and the and the uh uh you know the the rights the rights of the of the people who who don't obey the laws. It's about protecting everybody else's rights. We should have the right to go fill up our tank at a gas station at night, and not have to be worried about be carja- being carjacked. We should have you should have the we should have the right to uh, to uh, you know walk down the street without worrying about a stray bullet uh, hitting one of our kids we should have the right to live a peaceful life and uh, and pursue our own happiness without having to worry about the people who we know are bad seeds being let out let out of into society and having to worry about encountering one of them and dying and incidentally one one good side that i don't know if you've seen in the news uh jason rivera's partner wilbert mora who had a uh, had a, a, a donation sticker on his driver's license uh his He's the, his uh organs saved five people's lives. That's a good good thing. So if you don't have a, a donor sticker on your driver's license, think about that. Uh, you know whether you're being cremated or or uh, or buried after you die. Um, it's not going to matter if you've got good organs in your body that could save other people's lives. So don't be selfish and check that when you renew your driver's license. So after this tweet, the White House quickly played. Let's get him back to the tweet that. President Zelensky from Ukraine that reminded him that there's that there's no minor incursions, there's no minor casualties and little grief. The White House quickly played cleanup with Biden giving these clarifying remarks that seemed to say that we would not all, we that we would be imposing economic sanctions on on Russia, not sending troops.
1: Let me start by first saying a few words about Russia and Ukraine. Uh, I've been absolutely clear with President Putin. He has no misunderstanding. If any, any assembled Russian units move across the Ukrainian border, that is an invasion. And it will be met with severe and coordinated economic response that I've discussed in detail with our allies, as well as laid out very clearly for President Putin.
2: A severe and coordinated economic response. He's such a badass. You know, hey, if you guys go in and kill some people, we're gonna lower the limit on your credit card. We're gonna we're gonna turn off your checking account, so you're gonna have to deal in cash and go buy buy money orders. We're gonna do severe and coordinated economic response. He's so tough. Nobody's worried about dying. We're just gonna have to think about how we how we apologize before they turn off the economic responses. Then Monday, the Pentagon announced it was uh, placing 8,500 troops on heightened preparedness to deploy to Eastern Europe in case NATO activates its rapid response force over the conflict. 8,500 troops, and yet Biden continues to say there will be no U.S. troops going to Ukraine. When did he say it? Um, after ice cream at Jenny's on Tuesday, the president went over, went next door to a shop called Honeymaid and bought a Kamala Harris coffee mug. Isn't that adorable? You bought a coffee mug with Kamala Harris's face on it. That just that just makes me feel some more warm and fuzzy. Just like knowing that, hey, if it's over freezing, it's ice cream weather. What a dork. <clears throat> it was there that with a t shirt bearing the face of the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg behind him, Biden confused everyone all over again.
3: What would if we could trigger the deployment of the eighty five hundred troops that you put on high alert and What's your message to those those forces that are on high alert?
1: Those forces on high alert are they're part of a NATO operation, not a sole U.S. operation. And I've made it clear to uh, President Putin that we would be We have we have a sacred obligation, Article Five obligation, to our NATO allies, and that if in fact he continued the build up and or was to move, we would be uh, re- reinforcing those those troops. Uh, and I've. Spoken with every one of our NATO allies in person, or not person, virtually, and we're all on the same page. We've got to make it clear that uh, um, that there's no reason for anyone any member of nato to worry whether or not we would we nato would come to their defense and mr president what about can you may ask you about what what when you'll make a decision about deploying those troops what will lead to that what would lead to that is what's going to happen what putin does or doesn't do and uh i may be moving some of those troops in the nearer term just because it takes time and uh and again, it's not it's not provocative. It's just exactly what I said. There will be enormous consequences if he were to go in and invade, as he could, the entire country. There is not <laughs> going to be any American
2: forces moving into Ukraine.
1: When we bring Thank you, guys. Let's go.
2: Thank you. There's not going to be any American troops moving into Ukraine. Mm, this just sounds like... Uh, a limp noodle going on. Send, apparently sending troops t- to support a NATO operation is different than a U.S. operation. American troops on the ground is not just our, mil- our military guys actually being in uniform, fully armed, fully uh, geared up being in Ukraine. That's not troops on the ground if we're just supporting a NATO operation. So uh, we're not going over there. You know what? Hey, you know what? We're, we're not being provocative, you know what, if a real president, and I'll tell you, I haven't spent 40 some years in the Senate, I haven't spent eight years as vice president, and then uh, another uh, year and a half sitting in my basement talking to a Zoom camera, and then uh, campaigning, and then uh, having the, the the media protect me, and then a year of, uh, of spending 28% of my time at, at uh, my... Uh, my uh, beach house or my house in Delaware, hiding from the, hiding from the troops. You know what? I don't have all that experience, but I would say if you really want to, uh, to, to be effective, you send those troops over there and line them up. Well, we're sending there cause it takes so long to get there. Why don't you send those troops to not be a provocative to say, Hey, you guys come in. We're going to, we're going to blast you out of existence that's what's called a deterrent. Well, you know what, we just want to make sure that they know that their credit cards are being uh, are being turned off if if they do this. You know, that's not quite as intimidating as, uh, you know, getting a bullet in the head or, you know, getting exploded with a mother of all bombs uh thing coming down and exploding the tanks and all the and all the troops. Not quite as not quite as intimidating as that. Well, you know what, we're not sending our troops on the ground. Let's make it clear. Let's tell Putin. You know, I told all our NATO allies that we were going to be there. Well, in person. Well, not in person, but virtually. Does that mean you sent him an email, you text them, or you sat on a Zoom call? Not really sure what, what exactly that means, but virtually he told them. Do you feel proud to be an American with this uh, with this moron in the White House? I'm still proud to be an American, but I would be embarrassed to go overseas and have someone go. How did you elect that guy? I don't know. I didn't. So anyway, uh, let's talk about the Supreme Court vacancy coming up because um, it just amazes me that this kind of stuff happens. With Justice Stephen Breyer's announcement that he plans to retire this summer, Joe Biden is about to get his first and maybe only Supreme Court pick of his presidency, being that the next oldest guy is uh, is uh, is. Thomas and uh and I don't think uh Justice Thomas would retire with a moron like that in the White House and he still seems to be I don't know how old how old uh, he is but uh um he still seems to have all his faculties thinks very straight, very conservative. Chuck Schumer, knowing there's a chance that he may no longer be the majority leader if Republicans take back the majority this November, has reportedly stated that Democrats plan to whisk Biden's nominee through a quick confirmation that will last no longer than a month, as the Republicans did with uh, Trump's nominee, Amy Coney Barrett. So who will this nominee be? We know for sure it'll be a black woman, because Biden said so two years ago in the primary debates, and he reiterated this on Thursday with Justice Breyer at his side.
1: Number one, I committed that if I'm elected president, and have an opportunity to appoint someone to the courts, we'll be a, I'll appoint the first black woman to the courts. It's required that they have representation now. It's long overdue. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court.
2: You know what, when we think about someone who's going to be on the Supreme Court, one of nine people that are going to rule on, on how laws are interpreted uh, based on the Constitution, we think we should have the most competent people, regardless of what they look like. I don't care if they have gray hair, they're bald, they got black hair, or uh, or blonde hair. It doesn't matter to me. You know what, Uh, it doesn't matter to me if they're male or female. It doesn't matter to me if they're black or white. Can you imagine... If uh if Trump was to say, or if any president was to say, say, uh, hey, you know what? My nominee, I don't know who my nominee is, but there's gonna be somebody intelligent, competent, and with great character, and it's gonna be a white male. How would that not be discrimination? How would that not be racist? How would that not be sexist? But you know, when it's a black female, all you know, all that all that normal uh the normal uh logically thinking logically thinking brains they all turn off maybe because the republicans are too wussy to to stand up and make noise or maybe the media just won't put it on the put it on TV there's a long list of possible appointees more mostly circuit judge circuit court judges who have already been through confirmation hearings which would make it faster to get them confirmed for the supreme court But just minutes after the news of Breyer's retirement was leaked to the media, one interesting theory emerged. It's the idea that Biden might appoint Kamala Harris, which would then clear the way for him to get a more likable VP by his side before he starts campaigning for re-election. He's not running for re-election. Some think it's a possibility, some don't, but regardless, people are talking about it. To the discussion about Vice President Kamala Harris being that nominee, that we've got a 50-50 Senate, Vice President is the only person who can break a tie. So, if in this wild world where she is the nominee and there's a 50-50 Senate, uh, there's there's a chance, I suppose, in theory anyway, that she would have to uh,
3: break the tie in her own confirmation. But we are leagues away from something (laughs) like that, guys. I don't
0: think there's a prayer that uh, Vice President Harris will be nominated to the Supreme Court because. You couldn't put her on the court without Biden effectively losing control of the Senate, because what would happen is you'd have to get a new vice president confirmed, which means it would be up to Mitch McConnell when that happened. You know, when when you would vote for a new vice president. And why would McConnell help biden get back to 51 in the senate mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to me
1: it's not really a theory I, I just like to talk about everything and she fits those categories that some pressure is now being put on by lawmakers who are putting out their statements about what they want biden to do right now woman black and younger if it's somebody
3: uh that like i said the joe mansions can get along uh, the more moderates can say i can vote mm-hmm. with this person for this person without hesitation and it doesn't turn into uh vice president
2: kamala harris being the tie vote if she's not the nominee <laughs> yeah, of course, whenever you talk about we're going to put a woman of color on there, whenever you, whenever you hear, that, hear that, whose name pops into your head other than Kamala Harris. So Jen Psaki responded to Peter Ducey's uh, question about this with a uh, normal not answering the question kind of response.
3: Thank you. When you were asked about the vice president possibly being selected as a Supreme Court nominee, you said you're not going to speak to any considerations. Does that mean she is being considered?
1: Uh, Again, Peter, I'm not going to speak to uh, the reports of a Supreme Court justice retirement that hasn't been announced.
3: So, theoretically, would someone who— Theoretically.
1: I do like that you preface it. I appreciate that.
3: Just wondering, hypothetically, theoretically, uh, would someone who was an attorney general of a large state and who served with many key Senate votes— be an attractive candidate to the president for an open Supreme Court
1: seat. I see what you did there, Peter. But uh, the president has every intention, uh, as he said before, of running for re-election and for running for re-election with uh, Vice President Harris on the ticket as his partner. Uh, But again, I will just reiterate uh, that uh, I have nothing more to offer in terms of specifics or information on the reports this morning.
2: Yep. Uh, When she says every intention, that's like saying with all due respect before you just uh, obliterate somebody verbally uh, in any in any situation. Hey, anyway, I'm all out of time for this episode of The Main Event, so uh, my name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back again with you next week. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of The Main Event. Heard weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM
0: 590, the answer.